Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. A spooky, spooky episode, episode 48. You already know what it is. I'm the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. Episode 48, happy Halloween You already know what it is Before we get started Please follow us on all social media That this might not go well And if you have any branding deals Business opportunities Email us at this might not go well At gmail.com Facts, facts I'm back, you heard Wow I hope everybody miss, didn't miss me too much You know, last week you know. But shout out to Southside Jedi Shout out to, you feel me, Jamie Tox Shout out to my Dreaded Mind podcast For filling in for your boy, you know Your boy was outside though, you know You know the vibes But let's do the weekly check-ins What's going on, my brother? Come on, it's Halloween weekend, you feel me? Everybody's dressing up You know, saw some, saw some hilarious outfits Uh, I guess, I mean I'm chilling this weekend I ain't got shit happening I ain't gonna lie to you Y'all hear that my voice I'm just like Let's get this shit done Oh we can't do that We gotta give them A good quality episode My brother If they say so <laughs> Well I mean You dressed up What you dressed up as For Halloween Oh I dressed up um, I was Willie Beeman If y'all seen Any Given Sunday That was Jimmy Fox character It was like a play On Michael Vick No simple Something simple One of my favorite movies That I've watched In the last couple of years So you know I just yeah. kept it real calm I dressed up as Harry Potter You know what the vibes is Gryffindor You already know what the vibes are You feel me Expect them Patronum You know Stupefy You know the vibes I'm glad you came back With energy So you gonna hold it down today No You, you say this all the time I like the audience to know that Every time before we record I ain't feeling it bro And this And then this guy comes with the energy During the whole episode So please If you listening right now Watch how his energy turns up When the topics come around though But we got a nice week for you this week We got a new episode You know All that good stuff You know um, Far as the check in for me um, This week been You know Hard to adjust To come back to reality You feel me You know Back 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 You know From vacation You know So just adjusting to that But you know It's nice to come back To Halloween weekend You know If you in New York City You know They had the 9am banger This weekend So I know all about people Out there getting drunk At 9am I still don't understand That concept Because no way in hell I'm waking up (laughs) That early on a Saturday But I guess a lot of people Enjoy it that's a fact. I'm not. Mm-mm. We said this on when pre-production. I was like, I'm not waking up to get drunk just because I'm, I'm I'm losing day. I can't do that. In fact, I'm like, I have to get to work at nine a.m. What you mean? I got to go to a party at nine a.m. Like the hell? Yeah. But also, this week was rolling loud though. What you? What's come on now? I didn't even. I didn't even know it was rolling out. I feel like the 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 marketing on rolling out this week was basura. Uh. I didn't know it was happening this week. I went the first year they had it in New York. Was that like three years ago? Two mm-hmm. and a half years ago? I went. It was cool. I mean, I, I always feel weird about those festivals because, like, you're, you're getting, like, a weird experience. You never really know what to expect because, you know, if you're unfamiliar with festivals, you basically, all the artists you want to see are never on one stage. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. So you're spending most of your day, like, running around, trying to figure out, you know, trying to get good seats to, or good, not even seats, really, <laughs> trying to get good spots to watch artists that you might be interested in, or artists that you're fans of. So, and then this year, too, it's like, this is rolling loud in COVID. Now, that shit still don't look proper. <laughs> like, they're not really, man- like, managing that shit. And the niggas was fighting there, too, and everything. Yeah, so, and the Bronx. To- yeah, yeah, the Bronx niggas is wilding out here, though. Uh, apparently, K-Flock and Ron Suno, I mean, if you in tune to New York, you know, hip-hop scene, you know, they had a little spat on the gram 
not too long ago. It was, uh, you know, basically talking about who the, you know, who the starter of the Broncos drill. They had a little tit for tat, but apparently they met each other at Rolling Loud and they got to scrapping. Her, some people got knocked out. You feel me? Ron Tuno took a picture of his hand saying, you know, he 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 was over here. That that bob and weave that he be doing in his video came came to work. You feel me? He be doing that in real life. So I was like, damn. But that's the thing about Rolling Loud. We was talking about this in pre-production is. Why do they keep inviting ops? <laughs> Why do they keep inviting people who who publicly known have beef with each other and bring them and bring them into a, a, a secluded area like that? I mean, I feel like depending on where you at, you want to get your regional artists, and a lot of times regional artists, since it's like it's competitive, they they have beef, but it's like you also don't want to just alienate the artists in the city that's you know has some kind of like sway. So I think that they, they do be fucking it up in that regard. But it's like as event planners, should I be worried about y'all beef or worry about you getting people to buy tickets to come to my event? Well, if, given the fact that most of these rappers now carry weapons around them, I would I would care about the beef, to be honest with you. Because look what happened in, in Florida um, last year or so. Um, you had T Grizzly and NBA Youngboy getting back, you know, getting into it. And then apparently, you know, there were shots ring off after, after the show. And stuff like that. So you got to be careful because, you know, at the end of the day, the police can be like, yo, the rolling out situation is the reason why this got out of hand. Or they could just say it happened after the show. You can't control what somebody's going to do after. It didn't happen during the show. They, don't. <laughs> they made their money. And it's money for everybody because now you got to get extra police to come in, you know, offer support, um, the vendors and shit. So it's not like they're going to stop it. And we know that they don't really care about safety. They're having uh, you know what a else they, concert. And you know what else they don't care about? What? The LGBT community. How you figure? Guess who made his return back to the stage, the Rolling Loud stage? Oh, Dave Chappelle. The baby, the baby, the baby. 50 Cent was performing. I, I think he was the headliner for the Thursday show. And he invited the baby to perform. And the baby turned it up. He jumped in the crowd. I'm just, I'm like, wait, what happened to this whole social cause that y'all was on a few months ago when he made those comments? Oh, y'all know the rule? What's the rule? You don't be mad at one black person at a time. (laughs) And that's the rule since when that happened. I mean, that's kind of how it's always been. You only get the the, the angry nigger of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So he's he's number he's public enemy number two, but number one has been wilding out apparently into that community. So, and that's why I be trying to tell these people with this cancer culture, especially the LGBT community. Oh, this might not go well. Put that out there. Well, remember this your episode, so this is this is our this is our platform, our real team. Right. <laughs> Told you I will rebrand real quick. Wow, you hear this audience? But anywho, um, I feel like the cancellation is we don't really cancel the cancel culture. It's not real. It's not real at all. Y'all think it's real? Y'all think y'all? Oh, we are going to protest and do all of this? Just give it. Just give it a time, or let the guy, or let the person, I should say. Regain value, especially money wise. They're going to book them again or let them perform on a stage again. Now, granted, I don't think you know Rolling Loud next probably by next year not trying to have the baby as a headliner just to be safe on on a business aspect. But you don't think they're going to try to sneak him in into the future Rolling Louds? Of course they will. They're going to get whoever's hot, and if he's hot, they're going to bring him in. White people love the baby. You feel me? And then also the baby been quiet. He he been he he been chilling, you know, he over here taking care of his newborn baby with, you know, Danny Lay and also now his baby mom, uh, Mimi is supposed to be supposedly pregnant as well. 
So he'd been leaning in the cut. And then Dave Chappelle happened just in time for him, for the LGBT community to come on him. And now he'd be able to perform again. What's your thoughts on that, Slick? Oh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, the baby, I think, like, I mean, it's the typical cycle of how shit works, bro. <laughs> it's, literally, <laughs> it's literally regular shit. And it's sad to say, but it's like, we, we get mad. Whoever will collect whatever um, disenfranchised group is mad. They're going to make their voices heard. The corporate sponsors is going to pull their support for the person for a little while. And hope somebody else mess up so they can come right back. So the fact the baby was on the, the car next year, I wouldn't be surprised. That's a fact, though, because that's like, because the baby still got hits. Oh, yeah. That, I just heard that Lonely song. I, I wasn't listening to it because I, I kind of stopped listening to the baby because I felt like it was all the same stuff. But that Lonely record is cool. He got a, a decent Wayne verse. So, I mean, he's still producing good music. Now, speaking of music or speaking of just generational artists. We got to give a, a, a birthday appreciation because I wasn't here last week to give my boy his flowers while he there. You feel me? The certified lover boy. Sounds personal. The girl, the, the the greatest artist of all time. Have you never heard of Michael Jackson? Okay, I'm going to take one walk that back. Let me walk that back. <laughs> let me walk that back. Because he, he 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 up there, but he not next to he not next to MJ. Let me not, let me not get too ahead of myself over here. All right, this generation, greatest of all time. Is that better? Am I am I am I am I getting it right? Well, you gotta deal with the smoke. I don't read the DMs. Okay, the top dog, top two and not two. Get the get the get the celebration button ready. From the six 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 six. Happy belated birthday to the one and only Drizzy Drake Rogers. You feel me, Mister Do Right and Kill Everything. Right now, you know, I will celebrate your birthday on this platform with some music, but we on YouTube and stuff like now, and we gaining some traction. They will shut our page now, because I remember when we did a Certified Lover Boy, we put one song. They tried to demonetize the whole shit. <laughs> we, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> you feel me? Some artists are just too powerful. You too powerful out here. Even on Twitter, they had to delete our shit off of Twitter because of you. <laughs> but sir, shout out to you, though. You feel me? But and all and all, not only appreciating your birthday and your and what you brought to music though, but I also want to give a shout out to what you have done to battle rap. If you haven't noticed, this weekend is Drake's card that he that he produced with Smack URL to death do us part, and this is a great thing because this is what attached to his legacy, and this is why I can't believe y'all keep putting Kendrick and Cole up there with him because. Not only I'm judging Drake by his music, but I'm also judging what he does for the culture. Mm. Not only he goes to these other places and put people on, mm-hmm. and not only he some people like to say he culture votes their sound, even though he's giving them a platform. He put a lot he he hops on a lot of people's stuff, but he also give back to hip hop a lot. This is not his first card that he has done with the URL. This is probably his first like major one, but he has put up money. He has always supported URL. Did he put up like a million dollars or some shit for one of their battle events a couple of years back? Oh, not, I don't think a he put million up, dollars. He put up a grip though. I know that. Yeah, no. Um, just recently the Rum Nitty versus Gichi Gotti. It was originally um seventy five thousand or a hundred thousand. It was a hundred thousand battle. It was a tournament. But then at the day of, he increased it with an extra 50. Oh, okay. That's something like that. Yeah, and then they end up splitting it um, together because, you know, they both did an outstanding performance. Oh, that's what's up. 
So yeah, with this card right now, it's fire. You kill me. You got Loaded Lux versus Geechee Gotti. Like who could get Loaded Lux but Drizzy? This Loaded Did- Lux not. Is he not a battle? I'm sorry for those that are uninitiated. I don't listen to battle rap. Oh, I know. Damn. I know. We gonna keep that in the cut so you don't get demolished in DMs and stuff, bro. Come oh, on. I, I said I ain't say shit about it. I'm asking questions. Am I not supposed to get this? Is not the informative <laughs> part of the show? Yeah, but you supposed to know Loaded Lux. We know where I'm rolling up. You I know, know who Loaded Lux is, but like he doesn't. Is he not a battle rapper? So why is he? Stand I, I, up, niggas don't lean, nigga. But again. If he's a battle rapper, how come it's hard to get him on a card? Is he like the Jay Z of battle rapper? Yes, or something? he's basically the Jay Z. You gonna get this work? Jay Z tweeted that out. That was his bar. He is kind of like the. Not a lot of people get to face loaded lux in in the battle rap scene. Like you really have to like work yourself to the top. And Geechee Gotti has basically faced everybody except for him, Murder Mook, and like two other people. But he basically beat. You could arguably say that Geechee Gotti beat. Almost all the top tier dudes in the current battle rap scene, so he's in definitely in the servants of Loaded Lux. Oh, fair enough. Okay, well. And then you have Tay Rock versus New Jersey Twerk. Oh my God, I'm strapped in. I clap you in the coma, madness. I can snap at any moment. Come on now. You got Sue Surf versus Calico. You already know what it is, Jers. I'm I'm shot, you know, I'm, I'm supporting Jersey one time. T Rex versus Rum Nitty. Rum Nitty gonna get that. Jazz the rapper. Now everybody know Jazz the Rapper do not battle rap that often. She pop her last battle was probably two or three years ago. For her to come out and versus Gaddis, only Drizzy could do this. And the last battle on the card is Pat Stay versus Real Silk, which is nice because Real Silk is um real seek. Is doing his thing, especially as a as an Indian rapper in the in the battle rap scene. He's doing a great great job in the UL scene. But you know, since we have somebody who doesn't really know battle rap like that, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, yeah, because I ain't no shit about what you were saying. I'm not gonna lie to you. We gonna. I, I wanted. I wanted to take some time to play some. You know, battle rap. You know, some battle rap bars for you. So you know, All hopefully, right. hopefully. Only hopefully, pre- hopefully, um, you know, they don't shut us down over here. You feel me? I mean, it's, it's Drake associated, so you never know how that's going to So I'm going to play some random battle rap bars for him to hear and see if we can get into it. Let me play this. The golf in a sport, like bro was cracking. You really was standing right there while the homie scrapping. Then you got nerves to do interviews like Tay Rock fighting blackface. How does that even sound? <laughs> Bitches sound like what was supposed to happen. Bro, be Talk this shit, Gucci. This is Gucci Gotti. But I really tried with this nigga. No one of them seatbelts didn't work. You don't ride with your nigga. Oh, okay, okay. What you, you think? What you think so far? I'm gonna play two more. Not uh, too crazy. I got, I got the reference. You know, he he ain't jump in. He don't ride with his niggas. That was that was clever. All right, all right, all right. This this one this one a little disrespectful. Let's play this one. Shoot something. I should spit in your face and beat your ass if you don't do nothing. But you not that. So stop tripping. You from the hood where they wear them shirts that say, stop snitching. I'm from the hood where they'll take that same snitch, put him on a shirt, go to the church and tell his mama to stop bitching. Okay, that was aggressive. Quite aggressive. Oh, man. I I, want to... 
And I want to get a, a, a nice little, you know, a New Jersey twerk ball because you feel me? I've heard of him. I, 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 you know what? Talk about your talk about battle. What you know about battle rap? Well, I'll look this up real quick. Well, I mean, it's gonna be awkward because I don't know shit. I know <laughs> Just a little bit. I know the Wild and Out dudes, the the Conceited, the Hitman Holly, the Charlie Clips. I know them, but the rest of it, I have no idea. I didn't grow up on the battle rap scene. No, still need more time. Okay. All right, okay, I got <laughs> something. You watch the board artists. Let's go. That's New Jersey twerk. That's one of my favorite battle rappers right now. Oh, I was supposed to be impressed. The predicate, the long now. Nah, nah, three minute rounds. They ain't booked me for a long time. <laughs> Fuck the preview. Let that beat brew. And three D two. So it's Schultz. I'm at your crib. He like it ain't gonna be that dope, pow, nigga. Yes, it is. Give me the. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. Nothing slick. Oh, we go. We go. I, don't worry, audience. I'm gonna put him in tune. I will put him in tune though. Don't worry. But um, if you if you if you interested in listening to the card, um, you know, go download the Smack URL app. You feel me? Go pay that monthly subscription because you know a, it's a subscription for Battle Rap. They got a streaming service. Yes, they do. Um, you could watch the you could watch the event live on Caffeine. But by the time this episode comes out, it's already out. It's already out. But you can watch the event on you know Smack URL TV TV. You already know the vid now. On to entertainment news. Okay, okay. Insecure, man. It's Ooh. back. Last season. Sad days. My namesake, man. Going out sad. The first episode only got about a couple minutes in the show. I'm hurt. Come on. Give 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 me a quick review before we talk about what happened, the controversy that happened around it. Uh, First episode was actually, it was a vibe, you know. I feel like if you're going to um go into a final season with so many expectations, you got to kind of like set the scene for where the characters are at. I like that they kind of didn't pay a lot of Mind to how the, the cliffhanger last episode until the end, so you kind of really got to see where each character is currently going. I'm not going to drop too many spoilers because I know some people, you know, they they, they like That's to the first episode, but some people <laughs> like to you know binge watch at the end of the season. Okay. Um, I felt like you know that the the, the storyline, like they always say, it's the biggest relationship is uh Issa and Molly, you know, so mm-hmm. them laying the groundwork for how their last story arc is going to take place. Um, but then you also got some great pieces about like you know if you didn't see you got some pieces about Kelly who I'm not going front I didn't think Kelly was funny till season three I used to be like why is this lady on the show <laughs> really yeah I didn't think she was funny but in the last couple of seasons she's been like one of the people that holds like the show together uh, I'm, I'm Lawrence Hive you should know if you know me you know why so how they did my man's in this episode I was tight I've been cursing up a storm the whole week about it but again no spoilers and yeah I mean they had a lot of funny joints and it's like it's ironic because I really. On top of just, like, seeing so many parallels between the show and just, like, people I know and things that I've seen happen in people's lives. Like, it's a, a show about what's, what's, what it is to be young and black. Yep. But not, like, so young that you don't have a career. It's like the, you're in that little area where it's like, all right, what the fuck am I doing? What am I trying to, you know, what am I trying to be here? So just being able to see that, like, them going to their, no spoilers, but they went to the, their college, um, 10-year college junior. I'm like, damn. Stanford, right? Yeah, Stanford. Like, yo, bro, we almost at that age. <laughs> like, yeah. We, got, we, we like, two, uh, two and a half out from our 10-year joint. And it's just like, yo, damn, what have you accomplished since you left school? Where are you at? Are you in the right place? Have you made the right decisions for your life? So I think that that was a great entry point. 
And yeah, Issa, you did my son Lawrence dirty. I understand. I get it. You know, the women was like, yeah, girl, you had to do what you had to do. Shut y'all hating asses Facts. up. <laughs> Shut your asses up over here. She's been wait, doing wait, him nah, dirty. Wait, you just said, I just said, hating, hating. The only if they was hating. If they didn't hate, because you be bashing women and all. No, 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 no. We both be bashing women. Don't put that all on me. You know? well, I bet if we start a poll, they're going to say it was you and not me. Oh, we're going to put a poll on our Instagram story. So please check it out and Instagram, please vote. Instagram not going to post it. They don't fuck with us because I could put up a regular post and get like 200, 300 views. But if I put up something related to the pod, I get like 80. That's a fact, though. We got to talk about that. Instagram, stop hating on us, though. We be trying to market our podcast and y'all be not, not trying to show us to our thousand followers and stuff like that. Stop hating on us. It's a dirty game. Um, But the controversy involving a man in sales character, Vanessa's, right? That's a, Tiffany, you are Tiffany, you're not a fan Not a fan Yeah, I'm not I ain't gonna hold not you Not a fan, I, you gotta this, know this, this is you Well, apparently, you know Her character, Tiffany Is a AKA on the show And Amanda Seals Is not a member Of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated mm. But she was on that episode Wearing AKA para And this had the Greek community on fire. Before we even get touching it, you are not part of a Greek organization. So I want to get your opinion first before I give my opinion since I am part of a Greek organization. My opinion as a regular person? Yes. I think that... Or what what these young kids call GDIs. Don't call me that. (laughs) Don't fucking call me that just because I... Never mind. I was about to say some wild shit. He's about to to have to answer for a lot of shit I was about to say. (laughs) But, um... As a um, regular person, a non-Greek individual, again, I'm going to relax, but I think that it's very, representation is important. And I'll even be supremely candid with you why I'm not Greek, because, not because I didn't want to be, but because I didn't know that it existed until I made it to college. You feel me? So the fact that there is representation in the show, because I think the only show that ever really touched on uh, African-American fraternities and sororities was... uh, uh, a different world But you know By the time we was old enough We didn't really have Authentic black shows They all follow the same formula So I think the fact That there's representation there And it can start a discourse I think that's supremely important You know I thought it was Quite nitpicky I understand that You earn A lot of people Earn their letters And they have a right To you know Feel a way If somebody Is in real life Pretending to be a member Of your organization But this is This is acting You feel me it's a it's a representation. It's a it's a fictional character. It's a fictional world, and the fact that they even took three to four minutes of screen time. Remember, it's only a 28, 28 minute um series right? episode mm-hmm. show, right? The fact that they took that time to really create a space where she's talking about her sorority. She's talking about you know you know just you know shouting them out and creating this conversation. I'm assuming, I'm not gonna say like young girls watch, but it could be like some some high school um age young ladies who watch the show and be like, yo, what is that? You know, just doing do some research. Just hit a hit a little Google search, you feel me? Open it up and that could be something that they really want to pursue. And I think that also for them to do that, they most likely had to get I don't know if this is how it works, but they probably had to get permission from like the over the they, what do y'all call it? Yeah, like a headquarters on yeah, yeah like a bat cave or something like that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do to, that. to Justice League thing. Like the, the Hall of Solitude or whatever. But they probably had to reach out to some very powerful people within the organization to even get the because that's copyright, right? That's uh, that's trademark. That's that's the, that's the important question that we are waiting for. Even is if to see if they did get it from nationals because you even, can record it without nationals, but then if nationals catch wind of it, then they can pursue well lawsuit and stuff like that. So well, that's the most important question that the Greek community are, is waiting for. I'm not going front. If I was AKA, which I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Greek, but. I'd be hyped because I'm like, they could have picked any organization. 
to represent. They could have made a fictional one. They could have been any of the other ladies of the other illustrious organizations. Mm-hmm. They chose y'all. And again, for the segment of people who grew up like me, who didn't have a lot of family members in college, who didn't know what the real fraternities and sororities were, that could open up a whole new world for people. So I think for average Joe me, I saw no problem with it. I could see why people would be offended, but I think that the message and what they were trying to accomplish or potentially have accomplished should be to supersede the notion that, you know, I earned this. And then, you know, this fictional character getting made up person is pretending because isn't is fiction and acting not pretend. Yeah, you're right. You got a point. So I'll let you get your, get your point off. You know, that's my point. That's my point. I'm definitely, all right. This is where we differ. <laughs> it is why I have, that's uh, why I can't agree with your, your statement. Respect it, definitely. But I can't agree with it as a person who is part of an illustrious black Greek organization, which I would not put out there like that. I mean, I think I did put it you on that You put it out there. All right, you feel me? Part of the big, you feel me, the big mob, you know, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. As part of a, a D9 organization, I have a problem with it. Now, granted, the problem goes away if they got permission from nationals. If they got permission from the AKA nationals, my mouth is shut. I don't. Is I'm letting it rock. Cool, because they got permission, and so obviously they had to put them in the right light. Um, they had to have a conversation of what the character would do with the letters on, and etc. Because you know there's rules and regulations when you do news the symbol of the organization. Of course, guidelines. If that's the case, then my opinion, what I'm about to say after this, doesn't matter for um, insecure. Now, my problem is. She's not a member of the sorority. You cannot wear the letters. And people don't understand that. And I think people don't really understand Greek life that much. Is it's, It takes... You got to earn the letters for most folks. You know, um, you have to, you know... You have to wear it with pride. It's really in a, a, a selective... Or not secretive. It's not secretive at all. But it's a selective society. You feel me? Like... You know, you it's a it's like any group, you know, like especially for my African folks, you know, a lot of people or Ebo or somebody else, you know, y'all, y'all wear that as pride. So you don't want nobody just to take that and mis misrepresent it in any type of form. And given and then I feel like why the Greek community was in was in like in a frenzy was not only that. I feel like they attribute what's going on with social media and Greek life to insecure. I feel like they took their frustration that's been going on with social media in Greek life to insecure, which is a bad thing, by the way. But I understand it because you have Chris Brown, you have other people, you you got TikToks of people shimmying, doing doing Greek moves that they're not supposed to be doing. Um, you have <laughs> you have people out here going on doing a mega chants, the meet the meet chant out here. Um, you have you have even you already have people over here going to Goodwills and taking these paras and wearing it as their own without understanding the history of it. So a lot of a lot of us Greek feel like social media or just even in- entertainment has put Greek life in a bad way. Even though I feel like on on the other side we do contribute to that image, especially how we let certain people into the organization for clout and all that other good stuff. But that's a different topic for a different day. I find it disrespectful. If the person is not part of the Greek life, do not have her wear. You can have her wear a a a, a pink and green 
blazer, but you don't have to put the shield in because because you that's what other people don't understand those those symbols, even even the letter. <laughs> Means something to the to the organization to the to the members. There's a meaning behind majority of those things. Like the simple, the shield, the shield on my fraternity means something. So and and you you take you take value into that. So you don't want to see that be mis, misused. Not saying that um Issa Rae and and the insecure staff misused it and whatnot, but we can just see it as a floodgate for people to misuse it, and we don't want that to happen. Especially because we have a lot of pride within our organization. So that's my thoughts on it. But do you think, like, just open discourse, Greek to non-Greek, do you, do you not think that more good than, because if we think about the, we talked about the the, the TikTok, the, some of those situations are clout-chasing opportunities by members that go out of hand, right? Yeah, and, then like some, people, people, and some people just um, do it themselves. Like, the Shimian, I don't think the Kappas um, were... Notified, yeah, notified, or even clout chasing with the shimmy. I think people seen it and it was like, "Oh, let me just put it in a dance move and started doing it." Like the Omega Meet the Meet chant, that was fucked up. That that was clout because the person who made it was an Omega, and that he is. made it a video, and then he, you know, it got out of hand. But like the stuff like the shimmy and stuff like that wasn't really necessary. D nine fault, no, hundred percent. But I, again, speaking from the, the perspective of someone who like who didn't know. All of this, like I can see why some people were upset because you know they they earned that. It does mean something. And do you did you find the portray, the portrayal to be disrespectful? Just no, me. not at all. But like like what you said with a different world, I I love a different world. You know, shout out to UPN nine. You feel me? Every morning back when I was a kid, I watch it before I go because it usually come after the Cosby Show around like seven a.m. eight a.m. 